This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. I'm Holly Snape from Community Waikato. And I have with me today um, Emma from Hamilton City Council. Um, I'm go- I've got to get your role right. Mm-hmm. Um, civic Engagement. Advisor. Advisor. That's I was going to say officer. Yeah. Which probably sounds a little more official. Mm, I'm <laughs> part of the team of community advisors. And That's with a fantastic. Focus on civic engagement. Yeah. Excellent. So we're going to talk a little bit today about what that actually is. Um, but mainly, we're going to talk about because it's an election year for local body elections. We're going to talk about uh, what that means, mm. um, how you might vote, how things have changed this year. It's going to be a little bit different from what it's been previously. So by the end of this show, our listeners will know exactly what they need to do uh, to be all prepared for October. October, yep. Fantastic. September till October. Excellent. And we'll get all those dates for you as Mm -hmm. well. So thanks, Emma, for coming in and having a chat with me today. Let's get started, though, first of all, by... Let's let's look at what is actually civic engagement, then. What do we Mm -hmm. actually mean when when we say that? Mm -hmm. Oh, tēnā koe, Holly, and tēnā koutou te whānau um, e whakarongo ana i nai nei. Hello to everyone who's listening today. Um, So civic engagement, I see my role as helping people to participate more in council, like decision-making, submissions, processes. Um, We want to increase community voice as much as possible, and then the other side of it is getting out into the community to talk about what council does and how we can better link up you know, council's yeah. work with the community's work. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds important. Um, do you think there's a lot of... Do you think there's a lack of understanding currently? Do you think um, people don't get what council are here for? Or do you think... Do you think that, because well, I wonder sometimes if it's different cohorts have different types of understandings and expectations maybe? Yeah, I think it absolutely varies. Um, speaking as someone who's only been with council myself for a few months, um, my own personal understanding has increased rapidly yeah. in the past few months. <laughs> and I think that there are sectors of our community that are highly engaged, um, that often write to council, contact their elected members, they participate whenever they can, uh, maybe in the online submissions, or surveys, all kinds of things. And then we have, you know, many other groups um, in our community that maybe feel um, a bit distanced from council, you know, or a little bit less connected Mm. and uh, maybe don't always know how, you know, to approach council or who would be the best person to talk to, how to get their voice heard. Yeah. Do you think there's a difference between people who pay rates directly and mm-hmm. people whose rent ends up covering rates, you know, in terms of that direct relationship with council? Um, yeah, I would say so. And I, I think also uh, we have quite high mobility in New Zealand. So there are a lot of people that move in and out of different cities based on jobs or family reasons. And I think that can sometimes reduce people's sense of a relationship or engagement with their council as well. Nice. Mm-hmm. So how do you then in your role go about helping people engage? Engage. Hmm. So um, there's a 
variety of ways. Um, in the last few months, I've been trying to get out to as many community houses and community organisations as I can to just generally find out what people are working on, what matters to them, and so that I can kind of keep that in my store of knowledge, you know, in yes. case things do come up at council, um, because as much as possible, we want to support community-led development. So we would like to see things. So it's not only that, you know, council initiates surveys or plans and projects and then we ask for the community feedback but there are many um, urgent and important issues that come from the community directly yes. that council needs to respond to. Absolutely. Yeah. So myself and the other community advisors, we try to work a lot on relationship building, you know, yeah. getting out and about broadly across the city. And of course, those community houses are a wonderful kind of, you know, um, connection mm -hmm. for for people who are needing to know about the community mm -hmm. or have issues in their community. Yep. So that's really exciting. Um, so, so we're going to start perhaps at the first stage, which is how do you even know if you're eligible to vote? Okay, so the first thing would be to go to the vote.nz website and you can check. And you can, in a few minutes, you can just check and see if you're um, eligible and you can see if your details are correct if you've previously enrolled. So to be eligible to vote, you need to be 18 years or older at the time of the election. So if you're listening and you're 17, please jump on the website and enroll because you'll be 18 either in time for this year's local election or next year's national election. So you yes. can enroll now. Um, so have a look. You need to be yeah 18 at the time of the election, uh, a New Zealand permanent resident or citizen and uh, to have been in New Zealand for 12 months um, continuously at any time so yes. it doesn't have to be the last 12 months and you'll need to enroll or check your details online you'll also need a um, ID with you like a driver's license a passport or the real me login uh, you can also check by phoning so you can ring 0800 36 76 56 that's 0800 36 7656 and that will put you through to the Electoral Commission and they cool. can answer all your questions. So yeah. but basically if you're over 18, mm -hmm. you're a permanent resident or a citizen mm -hmm. and you've lived in New Zealand for any 12 month period, yeah. is that even before you were 18? Yes. Okay, cool. Then you are mm. eligible. Mm. Uh, so for, former refugees now living in New Zealand qualify? Absolutely, they yeah. are permanent residents. Yeah. yeah, and this is one group I, I did find when I had conversations mm -hmm. didn't actually often realise they could vote. Absolutely. I was actually at the Refugee Orientation Centre oh, in Clayton last week. Yes. So uh, along with Claire Guthrie from our governance team at Council, we ran a voter education session for a lovely group of around 25 people from Afghanistan. Nice. And that's the third session we've run out there in the last few weeks. So we're going to do keep doing more of those because it's Absolutely, as you say, there are many people in our um, community who meet all the eligibility requirements but don't always know that they're eligible and may be, um, you know, not enrolling and not voting just um, from a lack of information. Really. Yeah, 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 definitely. Mm. Okay, so that's, that's the first th step is finding out if you're enrolled. If you're not enrolled, really easy process, mm -hmm. but you do need some ID. Yeah, if you do it online yes. or if you can get one of the paper forms, you can actually enrol without ID. Ah, there you mm. go. Mm. So you can call that phone number and get them to send one to you. Yes. Um, or you could contact us at council or contact the Electoral Commission and we can get one of those forms to you. Oh, that's absolutely brilliant. Mm. Um, I don't know, would you have the date by which you should be enrolled if you want to do an easy vote? 12th of August. Okay. So we've got about three weeks. Yeah, so best to get onto it if you haven't done it yet. Yes. Nice and simple. Okay, so um, so then let's. the next thing would be how do you know who the people are running, mm -hmm. 
And how would you know whether or not you wanted to vote for them? Like, how do you find out the information about these people? Uh, so we're having that conversation frequently within council at the moment. We have a good website up already that is the Hamilton City Council um, website for this year's election. So that is um, yourcityelections.co.nz and that is um, being frequently updated as more information becomes available. So that will be your main uh, source for all candidate information. We're going to have videos where mm-hmm. the candidates int- introduce themselves in short videos and the text, you know, the short written description of um, what they stand for. So by the 12th of August, that's also, so that's the date to enrol to have the papers sent to your home. Yeah. And that's also our final cutoff date for all of the candidates to register. So we don't have the full list yet of who's officially in the running. Can so you can you check out who's who's put their hand up already? Not yet. Okay, no. so everything we can see everything mm-hmm. from the 12th. Well, that's going yes. to be exciting. Yes. Um some people have already started putting some signs up so yes. there's a bit of an indication of who's put put their name forward. Yes, but absolutely. Yeah. Yep. But more may come come oh, up I'm sure. in the yeah. few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the the challenge for people eh, is like they might want to participate but they go, you know, how do I even know you know who this person is and um how do i find out more information mm. previously there've been meet the candidate sessions as an opportunity are they likely to run again this Absol- year absolutely we have some on the calendar already so i have a few a sh- uh, few that i can share with you here so um glenview glenview community center is going to run two one on the 14th of september in the morning and one um on thursday the 29th of september in the evening oh great so the community houses are already contacting us and and we're lining up, you know, dates and times. Um, the YWCA is going to run uh, um, Meet the Candidates event on Suffrage Day, which will be all of the women candidates. Yes. Um, there is going to be a mayoral debate likely to happen at the Chamber of Commerce. We've got a Voter Information Day and council tour of the council chambers organised by YWCA, Seed Waikato and the Regional Council as well, mm. and, and us, um, Hamilton City Council. And we have um, a big uh, event happening on Saturday, 1st of October, Your Neighbourhood, which is run by the council that's going to be downtown. That will be another opportunity to get more information, and I'm sure there'll be some candidates there. So if you're out there and you like to organise and meet the candidates event in your community or with your group or at a local community house, um, absolutely get in touch with us because the dates are starting to get booked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I bet. Yeah, I bet. Um, we're we're going to take a short break. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back, uh, we have seen a bit of a change in the voting system. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite keen to talk with you about what that looks like now so that when people do look to cast a vote, they're prepared. But also about the, um, the Māori wards, which mm-hmm. is a new addition as well. So we'll come back and have a chat about that. In the meantime, um, we've got a, a very apt song for today. It is by Arcadia, and this is called Election Day.
by roads and pathways and other paths down Cut up murmurs and sounds and calm hands and skin Saving some time to slip away Election Day by Arcadia, and I am talking to Emma about local body elections, which of course are happening this year. They're happening in October. We'll give you all the details about that shortly. But um, at the moment, we're talking about how you vote, and we're looking now at the change in the system. And of course, um, we've had a first past the post system. Um, I don't know, probably forever. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but after years of lobbying, the STV um, crew managed to to get a change. Um, and so this is slightly different in terms of, well, yeah, in terms of how you will mark your form. The forms are still the same, eh? Mm. Uh, I think roughly the same. Yeah. yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about this and what people can expect? Yeah. So STV is single transferable vote. And you will rank your candidates in order from the person you support the most uh, will be number one, down to your number two, number two choice, number three, um, third, fourth, and so on. Uh, you do not have to give a number to all of the candidates. If there are some people that you want to give no support to at all, you just leave it blank. Uh, so you can choose how many to rank and vote for. And you could rank all of them, couldn't yes, you? absolutely. Or, or just one. Absolutely, yeah. yes. And the um, transferable part of this is that when we come to election time, if there are a huge number of votes for some candidates and they are above the quota, the excess votes will be transferred over to the next person down on your list. So you're not going to waste a vote if you vote for someone that almost everyone else votes for. Um, your vote is going to continue to make a difference as it goes down your list of ranked candidates. And at the other end of the pool, if there are candidates that don't meet the quota at all, if they have very, very few votes, um, your votes for those candidates will be transferred to the next person up your list. So people so, who have very yeah. few votes will basically be taken out of the running. So so if you vote for someone who only gets 50 votes mm -hmm. <laughs> as your number one, but your number two is actually sitting somewhere midfield or something, mm -hmm. and then your support really gives them an opportunity to... Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So that is quite important then, mm -hmm. how you think about how mm -hmm. you number your candidates, eh? Yes. Yeah. And the idea of single transferable vote is to make uh, 
councils or governments um, more representative of the communities that they're part of. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, and that, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. So um, so you're literally voting one, two, three, four, however many. Mm-hmm. Does that apply to the mayor as well? Yes. Yep. So so tell us, and, and oh, can you explain then about East Ward, West Ward mm-hmm. as well? So if you live on the west side of the river, you are in the West Ward of Hamilton and you'll vote for the West Ward candidates and then you will also vote for the mayor. And if you're living over on the east side, um, you'll vote for the East Ward candidates and you'll vote for the mayor of Hamilton City. And that's if you are on the general role. Yes. Um, if you are on the Māori role, you can vote for our, our Māori candidates, which are going to stand in our two new Māori wards, which cover the whole of Hamilton City. So both those wards go across oh, the whole city. So they are city-wide wards. Yes. Yeah. So who can vote for someone, um, who can vote for Māori ward people? You need to be on the Māori roll to vote for them. Yeah. And if you're, vote, if you're on the Māori roll and are voting for one of them, mm-hmm. are you also allowed to vote for... Uh, no, you have to choose. Okay. Yeah. So you're either voting for the Māori ward candidate mm-hmm. or the candidates in your ward. Yes, in the east or west ward. Fantastic. Um, And if you're on the Māori roll, are you required to vote for the Māori candidate or could you choose to to go for the west ward or east ward? I believe if you're currently on the Māori roll, you would need to vote for the Māori candidates. Um, There are opportunities every few years to change from the Māori roll to the general roll or back in the other direction. But the role that you are currently on, that's the one that you would need to vote for. Yeah, from cool, excellent. So, and that will become more clear, I think, as people see their papers, because the papers that will be sent to you Mm. will only contain the names Mm. of who you can vote for. Yes, yeah. So there won't be any confusing. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. you've got to make a choice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. fantastic. So, um, so that's the Maori wards, the East Ward, West Ward, and the um, mayor, and the yeah, the Mm. mayor voting. Mm Um, you talk about a, a paper mm-hmm. being sent to you. Um, is that the only way that you can vote at the moment? So if you uh, update or enrol by the 12th of August, you will receive voting papers in the mail and then your that would be the kind of normal way of voting is to send that back in and you can vote between the 16th of September and the 8th of October. That's the voting period. If you have the um, papers with you at home and you realise it's getting very close to the 8th of October, you don't feel confident that the postal system will get your voting papers to the council building by the 8th of October. You can drop it in to the council building yourself or to one of the city libraries or to voting um, ballot boxes and other places that we will advertise. We'll let you know the locations. And if you missed out on enrolling or updating your address by the 12th of August, you can cast a special vote. So you can still participate in the election, but you'll need to come and cast your special vote in person. Yeah, At fantastic. a library, at the council building, or at one of these other voting locations. If you were to turn up in one of those places and say, I need to cast a special vote, what would you need to take with you in order to be able to do that? Um, a New Zealand passport or driver's licence. Yeah. yeah. Um, 18 plus card? I don't think those are accepted they're not accepted on the vote.nz website yeah yeah so it is going to have to be a license or yeah and so really you know i think the message here eh, is if you 
um, yeah, just make sure you're on the roll mm. and it's the easiest way and your papers mm. get sent to you and you don't have to mm. worry about anything else. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can we go through those numbers and contact details again so people can follow up with uh, that? Yeah, to enrol. So again, the phone number for, for the Electoral Commission is 0800 um, 367656. That's 0800 367656 and the website is vote.nz. Um, there is information there available in New Zealand Sign Language and a range of other languages as well to help you with enrolling to vote. Cool. And if you have any other um, access needs, um, phone them, speak to them and see how they can support you to enrol. Um, council as well is going to make um, as much extra support available. <laughs> pardon me. Um, <clears throat> as much extra available, as much extra support available as possible for people who may struggle to vote due to um, you know vision or hearing or mobility or um, yeah. other, other access needs that might um, rec- you know mean that we need to offer extra facilities that's yeah. fantastic um, and, and it is really important we um, we haven't traditionally had the best voter turnout mm. um, this year let's make it different but I suppose you know in the last few minutes we've got left it'd be really good to hear from you why people should vote. Like, what, mm. what do our council, how do, how do they impact us? Why should we be worried about this? Yeah, I think absolutely that council, you know, plays a huge role in creating the whole social and cultural fabric of the city. It sets policies for a range of development projects, infrastructure, the arts, sporting venues, takes care of our local environment. It just uh, shapes our city and our lives in so many ways. And so I really want to encourage people not just to vote, but to come to the Meet the Candidate events, yeah. ask them really tough questions yep. and follow up with them. You know, So um, the elected members are there for you um, throughout the year after the election. Please email them, ask for meetings, phone them, yes. say to them, you know, you, when you campaigned, you said that you would work on issues A, B and C. It's six months later. It's a year later. What's happening? Yeah. I don't see much improvement. I'd like to know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I think that is really important. And you might have um, a, a key passion that council is um, contributes towards um, mm. influences. You know, I'm thinking cycleways for people Absolutely. who are on cycles or scooters or mm-hmm. other things like that. Our gully systems. Mm. You know, I mean, we have um, the largest urban bat population in New Zealand, mm. and our council is. Um, you know what the decisions they make either protect those bats mm. or open them up to you know through development and the mm-hmm. likes um further degradation of environment so i mean that yep. that's a thing yeah um i don't really want to touch on water right now but, yeah <laughs> but that is quite um mm. that is quite fundamental but you know the libraries yes so important too yes. like you say facilities there's yeah. some big stadiums around yes. public playgrounds all oh of my goodness! And I tell you, if we look over the last um, ten years, the the work that the council have done on public playgrounds mm. and accessible playgrounds, mm. it's been outstanding. Mm. And if we look at um, new development areas, the um, uh, the amount of thought that's going now into sort of the design and infrastructure mm. for pedestrians and cyclists mm. and the likes, you can see they're being included eh, in mm. that thinking. Mm. Absolutely. So there's so much. Uh, so many good projects underway, so many things that are moving in a direction that seems um, yeah, responsive to community needs, responsive to the needs of the environment. And so if you're excited by those things and you want to keep them going, you yes. know, vote. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there's also the um, yeah, a lot of people feel pressure around the, the increasing cost of rates. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason to vote, because these people are making those financial decisions. Absolutely. The cost of living is affecting all of us. Yeah. yeah. Yep, mm. certainly is. So there's some really, I think, important stuff there, and I'm sure over the next um, few months we'll talk more and more about this mm. stuff. And the Meet the Candidate sessions are going to become um, 
Well, they're going to be advertised mm-hmm. on in the Hamilton City Council website. I, last time mm-hmm. it was actually a great resource, um, a repository of everything yeah. going on. If people wanted to jump on the council website, where do mm-hmm. they go exactly to find election information? Okay, so we have the main council website, but then we have the elections, you know, special elections website, which is yourcityelections.co.nz. And that's where you'll find all the um, dates and times for Meet the Candidate events. So that's the one to keep checking back onto. And the main um, Hamilton City Council website has recently had a big redesign. So you can also just go straight to the front page there and use the search bar to find election information. Oh, that's really handy, eh? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, sorry, can you repeat what is the date? Everything Was that the 12th of August everything happens? That's when we know yes. our candidates? 12th of August. That's when you need to enroll by, and that's when yes. we will have the final list of candidates. Yep. Fantastic. And then voting is 16th of September to the 8th of October. It's quite interesting, eh? It's not mm. just one election day, that there's this, mm. this period in mm. um, history has sort of shown us that during that period, that's when there are just so many of them meet the candidate mm-hmm. opportunities through community houses mm. and through other mm. you know um interest groups mm-hmm. um and the like so um yeah i imagine i imagine you don't need to rush necessarily although it's uh, sorry get your words holly mm-hmm. sometimes um it's also hard having a bit of paper sitting around for a while yes. and not getting it Yes. To, and of course, they've removed heaps of the post boxes Absolutely. now. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. I would recommend as soon as your postal um, voting papers arrive in the mail, uh, try to complete them and return them as soon as you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Open them up, read them. Mm. Mm. And remember that if you're putting them in the mail, they need to be in the post box well before the 8th of October yeah. to get yeah. to council in time, around a week before, I would say, you know, to be safe by yeah. the 1st of October. And previously, um, that comes with a nice little booklet as well mm. with candidate information yes. about everybody. Yes, absolutely, that will be there. Yeah. yeah, so that's a great opportunity too if you haven't had a chance to attend one of those sessions to read that. Mm. Free of them, of course, will be running a lot of um, shows that will be talking to candidates. It's mm. another great place to find out what you need. But otherwise, do keep a, an eye out on the City Council website and the website yourcityelections.co.nz. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing with us today. Oh, thank you so much. You've been listening to Connect with Community Waikato, 3FM 89.0. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.